0: This is the 1010 Life Podcast. Live to the full in body, beliefs, and business. Here's your host, Paul B. Evans. Welcome to the 1010 Life Podcast. As we continue this series, as we look at the 1010 Life framework that allows us to live with purpose and on point as believers, we've covered body so far in its Complete complexity as we've looked at our mission, our mana, our muscle, and our marathon. We've now moved into beliefs. We began with faith, and today we're going to talk about focus which I found for a lot of us is extremely difficult. We feel distracted all the time. We rarely feel that we are present. I remember sitting on the third row at church growing up with my best friend Blake, whose dad was the preacher, and I would often drift. What I didn't realize is it was pretty obvious that I was not present. So the preacher thought that it would be funny to ask Paul questions during the sermon. Of course, I would come out of whatever daydream I was in. Usually, I was rescuing the planet, and I would not have an answer at all. And he would say, well, that's why we need to pay attention. But attention is a challenge, even in today's world, where we call it attention deficit disorder. And while that is something that can be clinically looked at, the truth is most of us have attention deficit just because we live in a world that is so active and is so constant, and is moving so quickly, that there are so many things to look at, so many things to draw our attention away, that it is easy to have this deficit in our life of being present. So within this framework of our beliefs, of looking at the passage that we've, we've looked at already, of 2 Corinthians 10, 5, that we're going to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ, we've got to be focused. So we want to move from blurry to bright, from everything being out of focus and unclear to complete clarity. So Philippians 4.8 is a verse that many of us have memorized. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy... Think about such things. And we read a verse like that and we go, that's right. That's exactly what I need to be thinking about. I need to be thinking about those true things and noble and right and pure things. And we we realize that. And yet, if we were to look at our life and we were looking at the measurement of our life and if we would look at the thoughts of our life, we would say, you know what? I don't believe that I'm actually focused on those things. But instead, I'm living a very distracted life or even a very... ADD life. No medication required. So when it comes to focus, let me give you three ways that focus happens in our life. Then we'll look at internal results or outcomes and then external results and outcomes. So there's three primary ways that we can focus. Number one is intentional. We can actually think About What is true and noble and right and pure we can we can be intentional with these things and we do them on purpose. We actually put our focus and our attention on these thoughts so that it's not something that is simply happening accidentally, but it's happening on purpose. One of my favorite phrases that I use over and over again in business is that success is not an accident, meaning that we've got to take personal responsibility for our actions, for our results. It's not just going to happen. There is no golden goose. Things aren't going to fall in our lap. And every person that we look at and go, wow, they sure are lucky. If we were to actually investigate their life and not the surface level that we're looking at, we would discover that they took, they planned a lot. And then took a lot of action to get to where they were. They were focused. So, with our thoughts, it begins by being very intentional, being very on purpose with what is going on inside our mind, because that's gonna determine what happens externally. So, first of all, is intentional. Secondly, is invited. Some of our focus we intentionally focus on, and others we invite in. So let's say that somebody says, Paul, let's go see a movie. Well, I don't know everything about that movie. Not ahead of time, I don't. But I'm inviting that influence into my life. So it's going to create a certain amount of focus. It's going to have my attention for a certain amount of time. And because I don't know exactly what it, what the scenes are going to be, what the dialogue is going to be, I'm inviting in aspects of life that I cannot control and will have an effect on my thoughts. So when I'm intentional, I've got a little better chance of focusing on what is true and noble and right and pure and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy. But when I invite it, in, when I invite other influences in, I'm not as in control of what these thoughts are going to bring to mind. So, number one is intentional, number two is invited, and number three is interrupted. This is probably a majority of our life where we just get interrupted by life itself. We're not having an expectation, we didn't invite it in, we didn't ask the co worker to start the gossip, we didn't ask. To, to read the Facebook feed and see something that, that set us off. We didn't ask for these things, but because it's simply life and the influences that are around us, it interrupts our thought pattern. We can be thinking the purest thought on the planet. Drive down the road, look up at a billboard, and see something impure, and our mind goes down that road. It was an interruption, We had the right focus, but our thoughts were interrupted and sent us down another path. So this is just part of being human. It's it's the way we're wired is what happens. That's why 2 Corinthians 10 says, take every thought captive and make it obedient. Because obedience is not natural for most of us. Most of us, disobedience is the natural path, even if we're not being intentional with it. It's just kind of the way our life goes. There's, if somebody says something to us that sets us off and we get angry, it's just the way it is. It's rare the person that has something ugly said to them or about them or aggressively, and that person just goes, oh, you know, it's no big deal. It's not the way most of us are wired. So our interruptions are the areas of least control the thoughts and the ideas and the concepts that are invited are the next level of control, and then when we're intentional, is the most control. So that's how our focus is controlled or totally taken out of control. Intentional, invited, interrupted. Now, what happens is that there is an internal effect and then an external effect. So, internal effects to any influence could be anger, we could get. Anxious, we could get sad, we could experience joy, we could get disgusted, we could be ashamed. So, all of those things could happen. And the list of internal emotions you could make, you know, probably hundreds of those of what you could actually feel. So that is what happens internally and then often there is a corresponding external response. So if the internal response is joy, externally there's usually a smile. Internally if we're angry, externally there is often a comment or a we strike out against someone. If we are ashamed internally, then externally, we might become obsessed with doing good things to make up for our shame. So we've got our area that controls our focused, intentional, invited, or interrupted. Then there's an internal emotional response and there's an external physical response. And so if you're part of the 1010.life, then you've probably downloaded this sheet. And if you haven't, you can go to the 1010.life And you will see a link on there to go to 1010 Alive. And there you can get the complete framework and coursework. And so with this sheet, it's the focus, influence, and impact matrix. The influencers are the things intentional, invited, and interrupted. And the impact are the internal and external responses to that. And so if you're just going to draw this grid on your own, you could put like a four by four grid together. And I'm just going to go through like the top level. So let's say that, you know, it begins with the influencer and you see a Facebook post that is extremely negative. The internal response is that you get angry. The external impact is that you write a snide comment. Next box a co-worker gives you a compliment. The internal feeling is excitement, pride, and happiness. The external response is that you smile and maybe you even text a friend about this compliment you received. A television series, Third Box, makes you anxious and excited and maybe you even feel guilty for watching it and then your response is to at least decide whether you're going to watch it again or not. And then the fourth box, Bible study. You study, it makes you peaceful. And your external response is that you pray at the end. So you've got an influencer, and then you've got an internal and external impact. So of those four examples that I just gave you, a Facebook post, co-worker, TV series, or Bible study, what I like to do is I will draw a box around each one of those I might make a list of these at night some of my reactions And anything that's negative, I'll just draw a red box around it. Like Facebook post, got angry, made a negative comment. All right, so that's a red. I don't need to do that anymore. A coworker complimented. I smiled. I texted a friend about it because I was pretty excited. That's green. It's a go. Television series that I felt guilty about watching, but it may not have even been that bad of a series. There was just a little bit of a dissonance in there. I might put a yellow box around that because I'm going to look at it further. I'm going to study and just see if it's appropriate. And then obviously Bible study, peace and prayer. That's a green box. It's a go. So once you start being intentional about the influences in your life and about the responses that come to those, then you can start weighing those. And I just like to use red, yellow, and green. Red is stop. Yellow is question and look at it more. And green is go. You need to live in here. Then the focus begins to shift because now you're starting to weigh and understand what's going on in life. And Philippians 4, 8 becomes real. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And then in verse 9, he says, and anything that you've seen in me, put these things into practice. And so your matrix, your influence and impact matrix allows you to put into practice the intentional, invited, interrupted thoughts that come in, the influences, and then the impact of those so we can live a life of awareness and a life of focus. Well, thanks for joining me for this episode of The 1010 Life, where we want to live life to the full according to John chapter 10 and verse 10. Visit us online, the1010.life, not .com. The ten ten dot life. Live full. Be blessed.